Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show! That's right, more fun than one of those crappy Super Bowl commercials. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Kenny and JT Shows. We're broadcasting live from the corner of 6th and Market. Beautiful downtown Canton, 40 degrees today, Kenny. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the Super Bowl commercials um, were were that bad or um, was the uh, the game so exciting that it made yeah. the commercials look bad because that was a great – it started off slow, and Brittany's like, boy, this is boring, yeah. man. This, this is – nobody's scoring. And then you got into mm-hmm. the second half and then down the uh, end of regulation and into overtime. Mm-hmm. So maybe the game made up for the, the Super Bowl ads. We'll have time to go through the Super Bowl commercials. Did you have a favorite? You know me, of course. You're going to put yep. uh, somebody like Stone Cold Steve Austin in a commercial. I'm going to love it. That's all I got to say about that. And then, of course, when you get the Duncan commercials. But other than that, how many times do we have to see talking babies in aliens? Come up with they something. Must, yeah, they must rate well or they wouldn't keep doing them. There, there's got to be a method to their madness as to why they the method uh, bring the retreads out. These ad agencies have no idea what they're doing, and they market themselves to these advertisers <laughs> seriously and say, look, yeah. we've got this dude, man. He can write you a commercial. This guy comes up out of his mom's basement and writes him an alien commercial? Come on! Do you get Vince Vaughn and Ben Affleck mixed up like I do? No. I get those two mixed up all the time. I don't know why. I just do. And they both had commercials yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I was confused. (laughs) Yeah, Vince Vaughn, I, I, I I don't get him confused because... He makes appearances on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I know who he is. Okay. He's right. pretty much the same in every movie. The sarcastic, you know, he's looking down at people. And it's okay. It's funny. Ha ha. But he's really good in that role on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So I, I could put up with him. Affleck, on the other hand, I mean, obviously now everyone knows him. And then you put together the fact that his wife is in the commercial. Damon's in the commercial. Yeah. It it makes it funny, but there's so much going on. It's just like, okay, enough already. And it it seems as though all they really need to do is maybe televise a skit from Saturday Night Live because, to me, that's what all they are anyway. They're like little yeah, they're skits. Li- yeah, they're mini skits. The mini movie, like, never. Yes, isn't that nice to see you stay okay. Never. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. So um, we'll get to those here in a yeah. second. The game itself. Um you and I were talking before the game, texting back and forth. I told mm-hmm. you I liked Kansas City by three, but I had the mm-hmm. score wrong, 31-28. But I figured it was going to be a close game, and it didn't look like Kansas City could do anything offensively early in the game. It looked like mm-hmm. San Fran's defensive line right. was going to dominate. Bosa and Chase Young, the two Ohio State guys, were going to be the difference. And then halftime rolls around. Andy Reid and the guys make some adjustments because they got about an hour to do so. And sure enough, in that second half, a completely mm-hmm. different Kansas City offense and another solid performance by their defense. You worked Thursday, had Friday off for a hockey game. Yep. I worked Friday. I didn't reveal my pick till the end of the show. But you made your pick. You made your selection for the winner Thursday. I hadn't heard it. Uh, but then again, I made my selection on Friday. You hadn't heard mine either. We both agree. 
that it was going to be the Kansas City Chiefs as the Canton Morning yep. News team of Pam Cook and Billy Beebe both picked the 49ers. Did they so really? So jokingly, okay. at the end of the show set Friday, I made mention that Kenny and I both like Kansas City. So if you want to bet money on it, bet the other way because we're black hats and you'll win. But I still understood the fact that, look, man, this Patrick Mahomes, and you talk about making adjustments in the second half, the main adjustment was this, and we saw it against the Lions. Had Jared Goff been able to run the ball whatsoever, the Lions would have been playing in the Super Bowl, in my opinion, yesterday. Because once Patrick Mahomes put that team on his back in the second half, those rushes, and you can call them scrambles if you want to, but the fourth right. down, he gets like six. It's fourth and one. He gets six yards. He's running up the middle. I think they were called plays, and eventually that's going to do you in because you didn't justify have a, have a defender playing the uh, quarterback, and that's what he – I mean, that was, in my opinion, the difference in the second half, a mobile quarterback. They use the over-aggressiveness of Nick Bosa against the 49ers. They sucked him in, read option, and Mahomes, JT, I, I did the breakdown of the last two drives, the game-tying drive in regulation. Mahomes was 5 of 8 for 58 yards and two rushes mm-hmm. for 6 yards, but one of them was for a first down, mm-hmm. okay? And then in the overtime, knowing that they needed a field goal to tie, a touchdown to win, although San Francisco didn't know that, it sounds like, the players, mm-hmm. um, Mahomes goes 8 for 8 on that last drive for 42 yards throwing the ball. He ran it twice, and those were mm-hmm. the keys for 27 yards, and he throws the 3-yard touchdown pass to McCole Hartman, who was with the Jets when the right. season started, and they traded for him and boy doesn't that look like a, a genius move well he was and originally Ma- with kansas city yes. though too which is making it even more insane yeah so the jets helped the 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 chiefs win the super bowl basically mahomes when it mattered most in the final two drives to win a super bowl his third um in the last five years 13 of 16 for 120 mm-hmm. yards passing a touchdown no interceptions Four rushes for 33 yards and three first downs. That's Mm -hmm. why he's your MVP. He totaled 399 yards of total offense, and uh, it it was a thing of beauty to watch him execute and not pan. Even when that one dude caught the ball for a five-yard gain and then ended up losing nine yards after that, and it was second Mm -hmm. and 14, Mahomes calmed everybody down. And they got some yards back on the next play and then were able to convert and get the victory. He's as good as we've ever seen, including Tom Brady, at the quarterback position. Probably in a different role. I mean, I don't know that Tom Brady, it's hard to remember everything that he did do. And he was outstanding. But in the first half, you probably weren't saying that about Patrick Mahomes. And he looked pedestrian. But he did make, I don't know if they made adjustments at halftime or they just called different plays. I don't know what it was. But the bottom line here is the fact that I like what, what what the defensive ends of San Francisco were doing. The rest of the defense, I have no idea. And unfortunately, they lose one of their linebackers in Dre Greenlaw. This guy's trying to come off. I think it was still in the second quarter. He's just getting ready to run out of the field, and boom, what happens? Blows out his Achilles. Unbelievable. That's such you, bad luck. Yeah. Did you see it? You could see it pop, too. If you, if you slow it down, he... He starts to go out, then he comes back, and then he's all excited, and he plants that back left foot, and you Unreal. could see the little, little. it looked like a little snap, like a twinge, and I said, that's a torn uh, Achilles. He's, he's done, and sure enough, he was, and that's a major blow, and then, of Huge. course, Debo Samuel in and out. Uh, you had uh, the tight end Kittle in and out at times, right? Um, I thought, though, and, and tell me if you had this flashback, 
because you and I, Baldwin-Wallace graduates, saw your team lose a playoff game. Why? Why did your team lose to uh, Augustana in the Division Three playoffs, either your freshman or sophomore kick. year? It was a turnover on, on a kick return, on a punt return. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the first thing that mm-hmm. popped into my head. Sorry, crew. Um, but uh, that's the I, I saw that and I'm like that hap- that cost BW mm-hmm. uh, a game and it could end up costing uh, San Francisco a game because that allowed the momentum to really change in that game right. and special teams huge advantage for Kansas City as they blocked an extra point and the fumble recovery on the punt return. preparation for sure Shanahan's going to have a lot of time to reflect on this one that just let it get away. And the reason we say that is because on paper, that team even today is still better, in my opinion, than Kansas City. But Kansas City was prepared and didn't make as many mistakes or as costly of mistakes because even though they turned the ball over a couple of times, they were able to get away with it. But when you turn the ball over in your own red zone on a faulty punt, and that's the punt returner's fault because he's the one that's got to yell, and I don't care what Tony Romo calls it. It's scatter, it's fire, it's whatever. But as a member of that punt return team, you hear the return man scream, whatever it is. You yeah. just make a beeline for the sideline. The, the re- re- returner, whoever that is, obviously didn't get the attention of the other guy that was trying to block for him, and yep. the ball comes up off of his leg. Boom, it's a turnover. Kansas City turns around and scores like two plays later. Yeah, the um, blocking a uh, player said he didn't hear the yell of Peter, 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 meaning Whatever scatter, scatter, mm-hmm. scatter. That's what they use these days. And then Ray Ray McLeod tries to go in, and he at least he saw it hit him, and he tried to recover it, but he couldn't. And then, boom, like you said, they score. New ball game. It goes from 10-3 to 13-10 Kansas City. And then the back and forth, uh, you know, through the, the overtimes. But mm-hmm. in reading all this stuff about the overtimes, man, this is where Andy Reid – uh, out coach Kyle Shanahan because the players on Kansas City's squad said they knew the overtime rules. They practiced them all the way back to training camp, whereas some of the players on the 49ers had no idea that you both had a chance to possess the ball and how the game could possibly end or not end. Kenny, he didn't have to out coach Shanahan. Shanahan decides to take the ball that right there is the end of the game, in my opinion. Because now Kansas City has the advantage. They know exactly what they have to do. Either kick a field goal to tie it, score a touchdown to win it. And you give Patrick Mahomes four downs now. Theoretically, on every drive they had in the overtime, they knew they only had to get in the field goal range to tie it, score a touchdown to win it. Now you're going to give the best quarterback that we've seen, as you mentioned, maybe even including Tom Brady, four downs instead of three? Absolutely, I'm with you. He didn't you have 100%. to coach anybody. That game was over. Well, here's Shanahan's explanation, JT. After the game, when asked why did you take the ball first, because of what you just laid out, right? He said we took the ball first because had they had we scored and they scored and the game was tied, we wanted the ball next. We wanted it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, on the third possession to be in our hands because then it becomes sudden death and the next score wins. Mm-hmm. Only problem with that is this. One of the, the Chiefs players after the game was asked about it, and he said, oh, no, we knew exactly what we were doing, especially when they took the ball first. We knew that if they scored a touchdown, we score a touchdown, we're going for two mm-hmm. points. There is no third possession. There is so- no tomorrow. 
they they outthought Shanahan. They weren't going to give them a chance yeah. to to have a third possession. And, and, and that's all conjecture. We'll we'll never know. The bottom line is the fact that you gave them the opportunity. You gave them the upper hand. Whether or not they would have gone for two and whatever they said would would have transpired. They could have gone for two and lost the game too. Bottom line here is you put yourself in a bad position. And here's some of the other things that went on over the weekend. If you missed it. Did you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed. Red hot Cleveland Cavaliers blow out the Raptors 119-95 Saturday night. They're now 35-16, and 16, winners of nine straight, number two in the Eastern Conference, number one in the Central Division, and depending upon where you look, Kenny Rhoda, yeah. number four or five in all of the NBA power rankings. How about that, man? They are on a roll playing... Um, Beautiful basketball to watch, sharing the basketball, and everybody's stepping up at different times. They go for, what, 10 in a row now? Get this. They host the 76ers tonight. Cavaliers, last time I checked, nine-and-a-half-point home favorites. This team's for real. Yeah, two and eight in their last ten, the Sixers, since uh, Embiid got hurt. If you missed a veteran guard, Kyle Lowry has agreed to contract buyout with the Charlotte Hornets. Will now sign with the Sixers upon clearing waivers. Don't know when we might see him in the 76ers uniform. And the Lakers signed Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, we knew that was coming. Uh, It was just a matter of him clearing waivers. And that's a good pickup for them. They didn't have to trade anybody to get him. If you missed it, in a game that I watched, I must have been really bored. Saturday, Ohio Mm. State men's team breaks a five-game losing streak. They beat Maryland. Ohio State men's team was 12-2 on January 3rd had since lost eight of nine games. They went in double overtime, 79 to 75. That's fine. I didn't watch that game. I watched the Iowa-Nebraska girls basketball game over the weekend instead. Iowa gets beat, didn't they? Yeah. Caitlin Clark, they lost. She missed a three at the buzzer to tie it. Well, if you missed it yesterday, Ohio State's women's basketball team in sole possession of first place in the Big Ten. Buckeyes took the outright lead in the conference by winning their 11th straight game Sunday. Blowing out Michigan State. Always good to beat Sparty. 86-71 in East Lansing. How about that? And did you see the rankings that came out today for women's basketball? No. Ohio State moves up from number five to number two in the country. Their highest ranking in the history of the program. More on the Buckeyes if you missed it. Just after Bill O'Brien became the new head coach of Boston College, Ohio State strikes a deal with UCLA coach Chip Kelly to become its new offensive coordinator, giving the Buckeyes an experienced offensive play caller with a history of leading elite offenses. I love this move. In fact, I might like this move better than Bill O'Brien anyway. A bunch of people were saying that on social media, that thanks, Bill, for taking that job at BC. We got the better play caller. If you missed it, this year's nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have been announced. The other nominees are Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, Cher, Dave Matthews Band, Eric B. and Raheem, Foreigner, Peter Frampton, Jane's Addiction, Cool in the Gang, It's About Damn Time, Lenny Kravitz, Oasis, Sinead O'Connor, Sade, and A Tribe Called Quest. The class of 2024 will be announced in April. Ceremony will go down sometime in the fall. Bring it back to Cleveland if you can. Cool in the gang, I know you're partial to them, so you want them in as a no-brainer, right? You you think they're deserving, correct? Well overdue, and I'm surprised Sticks didn't even make this list. Okay, who else is a no-brainer in your opinion out of that group? Is For- there one that Foreigner, Dave Matthews, okay. Mary J. Right. Blige? Take There's a, a lot of them. 
It's tough, man. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this ends up. You missed the top five movies at the box office over the weekend. Wonka is at number five. The Chosen at four. Chosen? Oh, Chosen One. That would have been the LeBron James movie. Uh, number three, The Beekeeper. Number two, Lisa Frankenstein? What? No idea. I'm clueless on that one. Argyle is the number one movie in the land. That features Dua Lipa. Yeah, it's doing horrific, even though it's number one based on what they spent on that movie. It only brought in $6.5 million. Bad weekend, man. Bad Bad weekend to go to the movies. Why would you go to the movies when the Super Bowl is going on? Um, Speaking of the Super Bowl and some of the prop bets, I had the anthem at a minute and 35. Don't know if it starts at the vocals or the musical part, but did that go under? I don't know. I didn't bet on that one. I wasn't sure about Reba, so I stayed away from it. If you missed it, Gronk missed the kick of destiny again. He's terrible. He, he's clueless, dude. I saw that. I laughed. My I could do better than Gronk at 60 years old. Longest Super Bowl in history went five full quarters. Chiefs beat the 49ers 25-22. How about that score? 25-22. If you're playing squares... 5-2, you're thinking that's a crappy number, and then you end up winning the whole doggone thing. Here's the way I looked at some of the Super Bowl ads. Kawasaki, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, you know I'm going to love that. I knew you would probably love the Ted Lasso, Lionel Messi commercial. Michelob Ultra. Beer commercial. State yep. Farm Twins, Arnold, Danny DeVito. Okay, I liked it. Dunn Kings, amazing. Uh, Do you notice the Robert Kennedy spot? Yes, very stri- very strange. I don't think it was strange. I think that was either, and I don't know for sure, it was either a copy of his father's commercial when he ran for president, unfortunately gets assassinated, or maybe it was his uncle's spot, and they just superimposed his face in it. They did, and he apologized. He just issued an apology for people that were upset with that, by the way. If you missed it, Giannino's spot had Geraldo Rivera in it. Heather was in studio on Friday. She was talking. She couldn't hint around. She was hinting around about who's going to be, what's it going to be. She couldn't tell us she thought she might get in trouble. She didn't want to blow the lid off of it. It was Geraldo. We got Geraldo in a local pizza spot, and I can't get him on the show. Come on, work your magic, man. You 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 got a guy or a gal for that. I like the Etsy spot because it featured cheese. <laughs> and Bud Light was eh. Eh. What was that? The Bud Light Genie? Is that what that eh. one was? Yeah, it was okay. Eh. I you haven't mentioned my favorite. I did. I thought that I thought the Ted Lasso would be your favorite. Oh, the one no. with friends. No, not even that one, Brian. Right. When we come back from break, I had Brian pull right. it for you. Since you didn't mention it, we'll right. play my favorite. Then in the meantime, here's Brian with the high school hoop scoreboard over the weekend. And uh, not too many games this weekend as we're winding down the regular season. Friday night on the radio, Green beat McKinley in overtime, sixty-seven to sixty-five. Louisville over Maslin, seventy-three forty-eight. Uh, Jackson 70, Perry 56, Glen Oak over Lake 78, 47, Hoover 55, 45, winners over Boardman, Canton South beat Northwest 68, 55, Alliance beat their rival Marlington 74, 66, Sandy Valley over Tuslaw 73 to 36, guys in that game, Dante Philo hit his 1,000th point. That name nice. Philo sound wow. familiar yeah, to you? Yeah, it does. Congratulations to the Philo family. Yeah, Malvern uh, uh, 74-32 over Newcomerstown. Just two games Saturday. McKinley beat Harding 86-66. Central Catholic over Boardman 58-47. Down in Franklin Furnace. Yes! The Green Bobcats had the weekend off. Uh, They're ahead of rats. schedule. They're 4-15. and 15. They've already played 19 games. So Smart for the Bobcats yeah. to take off Super Bowl weekend. Right, uh, but they're still riding a five-game losing streak. They need to pick it up before tournament time. Who do they think they are? The Ohio State men's team? Right. Ooh. 
<laughs> You're all caught up to date. If you missed it, we'll take a break. And Kenny's going to tell us what his favorite Super Bowl ad was. Next, right here, we invite your phone calls to 330-450-1480. The Monday edition should be a holiday. Kenny and JT show.